All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 9th of February. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. With the major events of the interim budget and the review of the monetary policy by the MPC of the RBI out of the way, Indian markets will be looking for direction. We'll tell you more about what to expect in just a bit. But first, let's talk about the top headlines. The Modi government is pulling no punches ahead of the general elections that will begin in about three months. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman on Thursday tabled a white paper on the Indian economy, highlighting the BJP-led NDA government's achievements in the past decade since it came to power and laying out what her government has described as the failings of the UPA government led by the Congress. If you'd like to read more about that and what uh, the white paper contained, do check out the story on the website ndtvprofit.com. Now, here's a report that might have slipped under the radar. India is trying to end a moratorium on countries taxing electronic trade, a move that would allow tariffs to be imposed on anything from software downloads to video games. New Delhi will ask the World Trade Organization members to lift a moratorium on customs duty on electronic transmissions. That's according to people familiar with the matter that spoke to Bloomberg. The issue will come up for discussion at the World Trade Organization's ministerial meeting in Abu Dhabi in February. In other news, the Securities and Exchange Board of India, in an interim order, has asked several guest experts on Z Business to repay 7.4 crore rupees in alleged unlawful gains made by taking positions contrary to their on-air advice. The investigation focused on the correlation between trading activities and stock recommendations of the experts from the 1st of February 2022 to December 31st of 2022, according to the interim order of the regulator. Moving on, Shiv Sena leader Vinod Gosarkar's son Abhishek Gosarkar was injured when unidentified persons opened fire on him in Mumbai on Thursday evening and he later passed away on account of those injuries. A Facebook Live video of the incident which showed Abhishek, who is a former cooperator, being shot in the abdomen and shoulder went viral on social media. In international news, Chinese President Xi Jinping has told Russian counterpart Vladimir Putin in a phone call that the two nations need to work closely to defend security and oppose foreign interference. Xi has said that China and Russia need to have close strategic cooperation, adding that they should work together to safeguard their sovereignty, security and development interests. The two leaders have been working to boost their relationship in the nearly two years since Russia launched its invasion of Ukraine. Now, turning to international markets, U.S. equities were volatile on Thursday with the S&P 500 briefly hitting the 5,000 mark. They ended with narrow gains and, in fact, the S&P 500 closed below 5,000. Meanwhile, U.S. Treasuries struggled to gain traction despite a strong $25 billion sale of long-term bonds. The yield on the 10-year treasury was at around 4.15% last I checked. It's going to be narrow trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well, with China markets to be shut for Lunar New Year till the end of next week. And two of the three early risers were trading this morning and they were both positive. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. We've got the interim budget as well as the Monetary Policy Committee's decision out of the way. Where do markets take their cues from now? Good morning, Alex. Well, 
What does the market look forward to is maybe less volatility. The last few days has certainly been choppy, uh, but in a tight band, as we've seen now since mid-December, it refuses to budge from this band of 21,200 to 22,000. And certain people keep the make or break level at 21,500 odd zones. But somehow something tells me that uh, the skepticism seems overdone. The fear of fall has been now there for a while and the market doesn't uh, correct when everybody fears that the market will fall. I think that's the tendency of the market. So somehow something tells me that this is maybe too much fear in the street currently. Uh, let's see, smart money is consistently buying into quality names or names where there is a news or earnings growth. So keep that at the back of your mind. Uh, for the really long-term investor, really long-term investor, there is a nice quote that I picked up from um, the SPMF note, which says that on a seven-year rolling basis since 2012, September 2012, the mid-cap index has returned over 12% returns, 76% of the times. Now, if that doesn't impress you, picture this, has delivered negative returns, 0% has not delivered negative returns on a rolling basis since 2012 or at the seven year rolling basis. Quite something, yes. So yeah, uh, that's for the really long-term investor. The short-term investor today promises to be a pharma day. So keep that at the back of your mind. Biocon had a blowout quarter. I would suspect that uh, the stock could see a positive reaction, but that won't be all. Newland Labs, look at those numbers. Revenue is up 45%. EBITDA at 121 crores versus 54 crores. Above the estimates of 104 crores. Margins up 1,000 basis points at 30.86 versus 20%. And as a result of which, BAT was at 81 crores versus 30 crores. The Bloomberg estimate was 65 crores. Very strong showing, very likely will show a reaction. Similarly, very strong showing by Orchid Pharma. Revenue is up 38% uh, in line with estimates, but the margins up 748 basis points at 16% versus 8.55%. Pat up 4x, I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, from 7.58 uh, to 29.43. Yes, the estimate was 26%, but it has beaten that healthy estimates as well. Simply operating leverage, uh, higher utilization levels, improved demand for antibiotics, encephalosporins, aiding orchid pharma. So that's to be kept in mind. Um, the, the, the sad one was AstraZeneca though. Revenues were down 22, margins were down 972 basis points. PAT was down 46%. So this is one pharma name that didn't do well and may react negatively. AstraDM was the other one which came out of the results which were good but in line with estimates. Some other names included uh, J.K. Lakshmi Cement, yet another cement name which has delivered a strong quarter. Revenues up 9%, margins at 179 versus 11.9%. EBITDA uh, was, EBITDA per ton was significantly higher, 1020 versus 638 YOY. PAT as a result was up 93% at 150 crores versus 77 crores. The estimate was 127 crores, so very likely it will react positively. Some very strong numbers for other companies like uh, Ramco Cements also pat up 59%, a margins expanded. So cement could have a decent outing too. The, some others include a Sharda Motor, Astro Microwave and ITD Cementation, which had a good strong quarter. All of them have expanded meaningfully, margins expanded. So all of these uh, could certainly be in focus in the session today, rather will be in focus uh, in the session today. Uh, some other numbers uh, per se, 
uh, weakness for DCX systems. So revenues were down 44%. Uh, margins con- got up as a result of which PAT didn't contract as much, but still contracted. Honeywell Automation did okay for itself. It's an expensive stock, but margins expanded 217 basis points. <clears throat> Net profit was up 20%. So decent showing. Schneider Electric, revenues are up. Margins expanded. Net profit at 90 crores versus 45 crores. So good showing for that one as well. Uh, J-Corp uh, did well on the EBITDA margin front as a result of which the net profit was up 43%. So watch out for that. LIC didn't put a foot wrong. So the momentum might continue. Let's wait and watch if that were to happen or no. Lastly, a couple of, I mean, we can go on and on because there's just so many results. But uh, um, these were the key set of names that I thought were important. Uh, just a couple of stocks in news include uh, Dynamatic Technologies, which has been awarded a large order from Airbus to manufacture and assemble doors for the A220 family of aircrafts. Uh, so it could be interesting. We don't know the size really. And BHEL, which has received an order worth 5,500 crores for some uh, ultra supercritical expansion unit in Haryana. So do watch out for these as well. We're doing a small piece on the editor's cut uh, today on PSUs. People want to tune in for that. We'll talk about IT as well and is the optimism or the freaks of opt- streaks of optimism are they too early? So talk about that on editor's cut and some interesting management conversations uh, as well. So uh, including Apollo hospitals and Sangvi movers. Uh, so people want to tune in for that as well at 9.30. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.